This is Finding Center, a daily half hour of spiritual focus. Today on Finding Center, the theme is Becoming Our Best Selves. Yoshihiko Kikuchi, a member of the First Quorum of the Seventy of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints when this devotional was given, will give his address entitled, How Do You Open Your Heart to Heaven? It's been a great honor for me to stand before you, my brothers and sisters, and then uh, I contemplate what subject I should discuss, and then uh, not academic things, but um, I uh, chosen to uh, my theme today, how do you open your heart to heaven? When I'm traveling around the world, that um, I see there's so many people and I suffer the anxieties, fears, and doubts, impatience, and indifference, and a confusion, even a hatred. And especially those who have very dark feelings and self-pity and pure anger. Many live with unsteadiness, depression, frustration, and and then uh, generally in the world we see that the situation, jealousy, slothfulness, disloyalty, rudeness, and even revenge towards each other. It has become common to see uh, people who are boldly dishonest regarding their wrong actions. My dear friends, when you step away from a gospel principles, you will be greatly tempted to do many evil things of the world. Then you will develop a great uh, spiritual sickness. And when we do have uh, much pride, become too uh, critical, complain, and then speak with uh, sarcasm or other self-indulgent and impatient, then we become a trap into the pit of the uh, adversary. And those negative qualities occurred when we are too prideful and live as a self-centered life. Truly, the natural man is an enemy to God. Today, I want to offer that how we can avoid those things. I ask you first, how can we be more cheerful, enthusiastic? How can we be more polite and kind? sincere, and show genuine concern for other people, and are patient especially with the family and the friends? How can we increase our temperance and be more humble and submissive to the Lord? How can we have increased godly love and be more positive and bring more energy into our lives? How can we increase our self-mastery, self-discipline, self-control, self-governing, and be more honest to, to the teachings of Heavenly Father? How can we exercise our most greatest power, God-giving power, the moral agency, in an inspiring way? There are ways to avoid a spiritual sickness, our Savior in the greatest source and the solution for any challenge we face. 
May we improve our sacred relationship with the Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, daily. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is husbandman. Every branch is in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Our Heavenly Father is the farmer, the Savior's vine, and we are the grapes. Every day we must cultivate the spiritual nourishment from the vine. The Lord said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and in him the same bringeth forth much fruit. He then said, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you. The Lord personally testified the most wonderful way. I am the way, the truth. And the light, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am the light which shineth in the darkness. Ways we can develop our own celestial peace of our mind. How do you obtain more humility? Celestial nourishment from the Lord. The Savior gives you the key and his powerful promise. Very, I say unto you, my friends, I leave these things with you to ponder in your hearts with this commandment which I given unto you, that ye shall call upon me while I am near. In other words, he is really close to you. And then he said, Draw near unto me. I draw near unto you. May I suggest the three basic simple principles you can follow daily and cultivate, increase, and deepen your spirituality. First, personal morning devotional. Second, immerse yourself in the scriptures. The third, purify your life through the Savior's sanctifying power. Let me explain to you simply. First, hold a personal morning devotional. How do you like to have your personal morning devotional, which is your sacred grove? I'm not asking you, talking about the sacred experiences that Joseph Smith had in the sacred grove. Our prophet, President Monson, shared his insight. The boy prophet, Joseph Smith, sought a heavenly help by entering a grove, which then became a sacred. Do we need a similar strength? Does each need to seek his or her own sacred grove? A place where communication between God and a man can go forth unimpeded, uninterrupted, and undisturbed is such a grove. One day, the elder Marion DeHanks, and now and his emeritus general authority, shared with me his experience as a young general authority. He asked the President McKay, at that time he was a president of the Church, how would you suggest I maintain my spirituality? President McKay 
He did five simple things every day and told him, I arise early. I wash my body. I put my new linen. Number four, I subdue my spirit before the Father. Number five, lastly, I wait for the inspiration of the Father. Brothers and sisters, I would like to invite you to wake up a little early. Not super early, because it won't last. But uh, reasonably early, maybe uh, 20 or 25 minutes early than you do now. Wash your body, shave, and a comb of your hair, and um, put on your fresh underwear, and then put on the other clothes. Then find a very peaceful, secluded place, which is your own sacred grove. And go there, and now I'm not suggesting that you go backyard, kneeling between the two trees on the snow. But humbly, reverently, kneeling before the Father, call upon His holy name through His beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Express your profound gratitude and deep love for Him. Express the gratitude for your heart to Heavenly Father. And I will not dictate how long you should be there. But you have to decide. In your morning devotional, you can have your divine holy fellowship with the Heavenly Father in your own sacred grove every single morning. This helps you to cultivate your spiritual relationship with the Heavenly Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. What a glorious privilege for you and me to have. If you do this, my brothers and sisters, I promise you, in the name of Jesus Christ, your life will be changed. You will feel close to your Heavenly Father more than ever before. Some mornings you feel overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit and you will just want to cry. These overwhelming strong feelings tell you that Heavenly Father loves you so much. And you will personally feel the love of God as you have never felt before. You will feel and know I am the child of God. My Father loves me. He sent His beloved Son, who is my brother, to us. My Savior loves me, and He loves me so much. When you hold the morning devotional every day, I promise you again, your lives will be changed. Joseph Smith so promised us the following. If you will obey the gospel with honest hearts, I promise you in the name of the Lord that the gift as you promised by your Savior will follow you. President Monson taught, does each need to seek 
his or her own sacred grove, unimpeded, uninterrupted, undisturbed. Please call on Heavenly Father and talk to Him reverently. He wants you to remember Him and to call upon Him. Number two, immerse yourself into the scriptures. When you immerse yourself into the scriptures, you will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. He said this is a life eternal that they might know the only true God and the Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I am the bread which came down from heaven. Another time he said, I am the bread of life. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. After returning from your sacred, personal sacred grove, can we spend the seven, eight minutes every single morning reading the words of life? Nephi taught, I beheld the iron rod which my father had seen was the word of God, which led to the fountains of the living waters of the tree of life, which waters are a representation of love of God, and also beheld that the iron rod, which was a representation of the love of God. Particularly, brothers and sisters, that lead the Book of Mormon and other scriptures daily in order to acquaint it with the voice of the Lord. By reading a Book of Mormon, you may know that the righteous from the wicked, you can escape darkness. The Book of Mormon prophets powerfully testify that Jesus is your Savior and my Savior. You will come to know that Jesus is your personal Savior. I suggest you to read the Book of Mormon seven, eight minutes every morning before you leave for the class. I promise you in the name of Jesus Christ again, when you read the New Covenant, even the Book of Mormon daily, you will come to know He is your personal Savior, Jesus Christ. You will not treat lightly the things that you and I receive, even the new covenant. Jesus came to this world and died on a Calvary. Three days later, he was resurrected and appeared to the multitude of people. Even he came to this American continent. He appeared to thousands of people. And the Father in heaven introduced him. And he testified himself, I am Jesus Christ. I know in early spring 1820, the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ accompanied his Holy Father and appeared to Joseph Smith. I know that he saw Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. Number three. Purify your life through the Savior's sanctifying and atoning power. The third things that ought to do to consider to become closer to a Heavenly Father 
and the Lord Jesus Christ is to sanctify, purify, become clean before the Father. And Jesus Christ said, But no man is possessed of all things, except he be purified and cleansed from all sin. If ye are purified and cleansed from all sin, ye shall ask whatsoever you will in the name of Jesus, it shall be done. The word of atonement, I understand, is not a Latin or Greek, at one with a very special someone. It implies become a bond, cemented, and at one with a special person, even Jesus Christ. As long as you're worthy, pure, and clean, your conscience will be free from a guilt, from a sin, in the presence of a Father. Then the Savior's atoning power will affect each one of us. However, when we are not worthy because of our sin, we are uncomfortable and do not feel inner peace, and His glorious atonement will not affect upon us. The Lord allows to each one of us to abide the principles of repentance. Now, I want to demonstrate something, and this is surprising for your president, President Samuelson. Could you come and help me? Now, brothers and sisters, this is your president. However, imagine yourself, your personal savior, is standing in the President Samuelson's place. You can feel his glorious celestial glow, his infinite atoning, and an everlasting eternal love permeates from him to you, to your bosom. You feel his love, kindness, his majestic Everlasting mercy and grace. You can feel it. You cry because of the incredible, the incredible celestial love he has for you. Now may we worthy before the Lord. Thus we are able to have this perfect sacred relationship one with a Savior. If I can shake hand with the President Samuelson, this is a perfect relationship with the oneness. If I'm not worthy, I feel I ought to depart. Oh, my brothers and sisters, may we stay true oneness with the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, President. The Lord promised you and me, I'm able to make you holy, and your sins are forgiven you. The Lord said, He who has repented of his sins or her sins, same as forgiven, 
I, the Lord, remember them no more. I, the Lord, remember them no more. When you're pure and clean before the Lord, I promise you, the Lord inspires you and develops us. Again, I testify, he blesses you with his powerful atoning power so that you and I can be perfectly one with him. His atoning power will have an effect upon each one of us. Number three, he will send us the comforter. The Lord promised that the Lord will send us the comforter as we cleanse and purify by his great atoning power. The blesses as he heals us and then heals you. When you become a clean and pure, the Holy Ghost is working on you and me. Elder Parley P. Pratt, and I once described, he was um, one of the apostles a long time ago. He describes about the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost that quicken the intellectual faculties, increases, enlarges, expands, purifies all the natural passions and affections and adopts them by the gift of wisdom to their lawful use. It inspires, develops, cultivate, and then mature all the fine tones, uh, sympathies, joys, tastes, kindred feelings of your nature. It inspires virtue, kindness, goodness, tenderness, gentleness, charity. It develops beauty of person, form of the futures. It tends to health and vigor, animation and a social feeling. It invigorates all the faculties of the physical, intellectual man. It strengthens that gives tone to the nerves. It's short. It is, as it were, narrow to the bone, joy to the heart, light to the eyes, music to the ears, and life to the whole being. How important you and I, as we study in this great institution, to have the Holy Ghost with us. May we have a great, powerful resource continually as a members of the church. First, you can have a great help from the Heavenly Father and the Savior, Jesus Christ. You can offer prayer to them. Then the greatest comforter and help you as I describe to you. Second, you can immerse yourself in the prayers and in the scriptures daily. Drink from the fountains of a living waters or the tree of life. Third, you can have your living oracle, even the present Thomas S. Monson, the living prophet of God you and I have. You can listen to him, to his voice, and read and ponder 
his messages from the Lord. You can be taught by all other apostles and the prophets. Fourth, you can come to his holy temples and the temple of the Lord to learn more about that great plan of happiness. More importantly, in the temple you can partake joyous, glorious, celestial spirit. May we all have a daily devotional, our personal sacred grove, each morning by prayers. May we all immerse ourselves into the scriptures constantly. And finally, may we all purify, sanctify our lives so that we can receive nourishment from a true vine, even the Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, as one of the seventies of the church, I know Your Father in heaven lives. He loves us. I know your Savior, my Savior, even Jesus Christ, he lives. I know he lives. I know that the prophet, even the present Monson, is a living oracle today. This is a Savior's church. How blessed you are to study in his, his church institution. May God bless you, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You've been listening to Finding Center. Join us every weekday for a half hour of inspiration and spiritual focus. Today's theme was Becoming Our Best Selves. Yoshihiko Kikuchi gave his devotional entitled, How Do You Open Your Heart to Heaven? Speeches on Finding Center are often edited for broadcast. Find links to the full talks and access the rest of our Finding Center episodes on the free BYU radio app, available wherever you get your apps. Finding Center is a production of BYU Broadcasting.